drive time, keeping you informed and inspired. We love God. We ought to be able to talk about him. Getting you started on your day. With the latest in breaking news and information from the Vatican to the White House and everything in between. It's serious. It's fun. It's your Catholic drive time. Now, here's your host, Joe McClain. Praise be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time. Keeping you informed and inspired. I'm your host, Joe McClain. So good to be on with you. Praise be to God. Good morning. It is Friday, December the 3rd. Praise be to Jesus. It is the first Friday, so that means you get extra opportunities today. Uh, first Friday devotion, which means tomorrow is first Saturday. Praise be to God. Uh, but uh, today, we're going to have a great hour this hour. So glad that you're a part of it. Do us a favor and share us with a friend. Will Roe v. Wade finally be overturned? Hmm. What will happen if it does get overturned? We're going to have that conversation coming up at 15 past the hour with our friend, attorney, and uh, Catholic speaker, Brent Haynes. He's a legal analyst, pro-life speaker, religious liberty speaker. And uh, we're going to analyze the the oral, oral arguments that occurred this week on the Supreme Court uh, coming up, as I said, at 15 past the hour. Coming up at 35 past the hour, though, just imagine for a second that you had an army of men and women praying for your purity and your chastity. Imagine the benefits you would receive. Just imagine if you could join such an army. Well, one does exist, and we're going to share that with you today. Father James Brent from the Order of Preachers, the Dominican. He's an assistant professor of philosophy at the Dominican House of Studies in D.C. He's going to be on with us at 35 past the hour to talk about the Angelic Warfare Confraternity. Sounds very cool, and we're excited to to, uh, dive into that. So that's on the program today. And then, of course, it's the last day of our Christmas share here in the Advent season, which means our second hour will be pushed back to 9 a.m. Central 10 Eastern, but only for today, and Monday we're back to normal. Speaking of normal, uh, Rudy Carlos is here from California. Good morning to you, Rudy. Good morning. I'm the only normal person here in California, by the way. From your lips to God's ears. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not going to be from California for very much longer, though. No, that's true. I'm going to be in Texas in January. So excited for that, really. Praise be to God. You got your boots selected, your 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 hat, your bell buckle, because yeah, they don't let you cross the border unless you have those things. I want to ask, is it a 10-gallon or a 20-gallon hat that I need? I wouldn't start with 20, okay? You got to okay. give that at least till February, right? Got it. So you want to start a little like, slower and I'd just like get something... Yeah, exactly. You don't want to. You want to. Speaking of biting off more than you can chew, Adrian Fonseca is here on the ones and twos. Uh, Adrian, what do you say? Ten or twenty gallon hat? Definitely not a twenty gallon hat. No. Uh, and I'd also recommend starting with the straw hat and Ooh. then getting a felt hat later because wow. you know it's not usually hot, uh, cold enough to wear a felt hat in Houston. So <laughs> a uh, a nice straw hat is good good See? use and uh, and you can wear it for more things. Ins- insider info here. There you go. Insider info. Catholic drive time. Now everybody knows. Praise be to God. They're welcome. Yeah. First uh, uh, Friday, first Saturday devotions, either one of you going to participate? Oh, one thing I'm going to be doing is they're having rallies all over America, the TFPR, uh, in protest of this new movie, Benedita. And it's a blasphemous movie against our Lord, our Lady, and religious life. Oh, maybe um, we should get somebody on to talk about it. Yeah, that. that's a great idea for Monday. I, I would definitely start reach out to them. But I'll be doing uh, that over the weekend. It's going to be across America, and they're having one in Houston, Austin, and all over Texas. So there you go. 
Yeah. All right. Well, we'll we'll try to get somebody lined up, which means Monday, like I said earlier, is going to be back to normal schedule. So we actually have great uh, hours lined up for Monday. Stephen Mosher, Jesse Romero's on next week. Dr. Paul Ken Gore's back next week. And we're also lining up a special pre-record for the Feast of the Immaculate Conception because it'll be a, a holy day and we'll be off and uh, and going to Holy Mass that day and spending time in uh, in prayer and 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 all the rest. So it's going to be a great lineup. We're looking forward to it. Praise be to Jesus. But as I said today, we're going to cover the story on the Supreme Court hearing oral arguments in the Mississippi case that might overturn Roe v. Wade. Will it? And what will happen if that happens? Boy, the uh, the opinions from the left are absolutely wild. So we'll talk about some of that as well. Uh, all that coming up, plus the confraternity, the angelic warfare confraternity, which sounds cool all by itself. And I think the spiritual benefits are even cooler. So it's going to be a jam-packed show. Please do share us with a friend. Let's jump in by praying for the conversion of sinners around the world, for a restoration to fidelity to Holy Mother Church and her mission to save souls through conversion. And uh, let's pray for your needs, dear listener, whatever is on your heart, as well as for the needs of your local Catholic radio station, who are prayerfully asking for your financial support. And uh, we'd be very grateful for it. Let's pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known, that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thine intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. And now the headlines with Rudy Carlos. Good morning, friends. Thanks for tuning into Catholic Drive Time. Rudy Carlos here. Let's dive right into it. Breitbart reports, House passes stopgap bill funding government through February. The House passed H.R. 6119, a continuing resolution that would fund the government at the same spending levels through February 18th. The measure passed 221 to 212 with strong Democrat support for the resolution of the bill. And with only one Republican representative, Adam Kinzinger from Illinois, voting for the bill, the strong Republican support against the bill comes as House Freedom Caucus as the House Freedom Caucus issued a statement Wednesday calling on McConnell to deny timely passage to the resolution unless it prohibits in all respects for the vaccine mandates. The bill goes to the Senate where it faces an uncertain fate. Senator Mike Lee from Utah and other Senate Republicans have demanded a vote an, an amendment to the resolution defunding the vaccine mandate in exchange for their support for the vote. If they don't get an amendment to the resolution, there might be a government shutdown. Gateway Pundit reports Saki says gangs of smash and grab thieves are looting Louis Vuitton, Bottega Veneta, and Bottega Veneta stores in Democrat run cities because of COVID. LifeSet reports Pope hastily accepts the resignation of Paris Archbishop accused of affair with a woman. The Pope was traveling to Cyprus and Greece for a five-day trip when the Holy See confirmed the resignation of in its official bolletino. Archbishop Apatit, which I apologize if I'm mispronouncing, will be replaced by the Archbishop Emeritus Georges Pontier of Marseille, who has been named Apostol uh, Apostolic Administrator for as long as Rome sees fit. Apatit's decision to place his fate in the Pope's hands closely followed media reports criticizing his governance of the diocese and also an accusation of having a consensual affair with a woman under his spiritual direction in 2012 while he was vicar general. The accusation stems from an email suggesting an intimate relationship existed between Apatit and the woman. 
email appeared to have been mistakenly forwarded to his secretary at the time. Appetit reacted with a statement titled, The Lord has given, the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord, referring to his past comments on the painful events of last week. He stated that he placed his mission within the hands of the Pope in order to preserve the diocese from division, such as is always the result of suspicion and the lo losing of confidence. Whatever the true reason behind Appetit's demise, his placement by Archbishop his replacement by Archbishop Pontier is not a sign of hope for Paris. Pontier, former head of the French Bishops Conference, is a known progressive who actually took part in a semi in a semi-clandestine semi day of reflection in anticipation for the 2015 Synod on the Family, where it was said that the Catholic Church needs developments on sexuality and a new theology of love. In one American news reports, Australian man arrested for escaping quarantine camp. An Australian man has been arrested after a large-scale manhunt ensued following his escape from a COVID quarantine camp. A 27-year-old man escaped from a COVID camp in Australia's Northern Territory last Friday after testing negative for the virus a day prior. The man jumped a fence and went to the city of Darwin before being arrested on Wednesday. This comes despite posing no risk of COVID spread. Separately, a group of teenagers also escaped from the same camp after testing negative for the virus, they were also arrested. Meanwhile, critics have said Australia's quarantine camps are a violation of human rights. Former detainee Haley Hogston says it's horrible. It's a horrible feeling. It's inhumane what they're doing. And as I said, you're in a box. Your mind's just going. You feel like you've done something wrong when you haven't, unquote. Quarantine camps, quarantine camp inmates are required to stay inside for two weeks and they face a $5,000 fine if they refuse the voluntary isolation. And those are your headline news. God love you. The saint of the day is St. Berenius of Dorchester, who was born in 600 in France. In the 7th century, an Italian monk, though, he was born in France. He was named Berenius and was consecrated bishop in Milan. Subsequently, he was sent to Britain by Pope Honorius I to continue the conversion of the Anglo-Saxons to Christianity. He began so courageously by St. Augustine of Canterbury and his fellow missionaries. Our saint definitely seems to be endowed with a great missionary zeal and spirit and charism of a great preacher. For in a very short time after his arrival in what is now Southampton, he was in, had, had endowed the area with a church dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary, which still remains to today. Although, you know, it's been restored many times. Uh, restored. Bishop Berenus' original plan was to penetrate well into the interior of the, into the country where no teacher had been before. But we know that from Bede's ecclesiastical history that on arriving in Britain and first coming to the nation of the West Saxons, where he found all to be confirmed pagans, he thought it more useful to preach the word there rather than to go further looking for people to whom he should preach. He died in 650 at Dorchester of Natural Causes. St. Berenus of Dorchester, pray for us. Praise be to God in all things. The gospel today comes to us from Matthew chapter 9, verses 27 through 31. As Jesus passed by, two blind men followed him, crying out, Son of David, have pity on us. When he entered the house, the blind men approached him, and Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I can do this? Yes, Lord, they said to him. Then he touched their eyes and said, Let it be done for you according to your faith. And their eyes were opened. Jesus warned them sternly, See that no one knows about this. But they went out and spread the word of him through all the land. The Gospel 
of the Lord. I love that. Don't do this. Okay. And then they go and do it. That's just amazing to me. Uh, Remigius says, he who was able to give sight to the blind was not ignorant whether they believed, but he asked them in order that the faith which they bear in their hearts, being confessed by their mouth, might be made deserving of a higher reward. It's not that the Lord doesn't get it or doesn't know what's going on. When we read sacred scripture, we must remind ourselves sometimes about what is really going on before, that we're the fly on the wall allowed to overhear these conversations or see what's going on. I find it very, very fascinating. St. Chrysostom would say, here is no small charge against the Jews that these men, having lost their sight, yet believe by means of their heaving only, while they who had sight, who would not believe the miracles that were done. Did you get that? Many miracles, many miracles were displayed in front of their very eyes, just like their forefathers in the wilderness who were witnesses to incredible miracles, the 10 plagues, the, uh, the pillar of fire and smoke that led them to freedom across a parted sea that destroyed the Egyptian army, the miracle of the uh, bread come down from heaven, and the, of course, the, the, the quail that landed on the desert floor to feed them, the water from the rock, miracle after miracle after miracle, and their hearts were hardened, and they turned back to paganism. And here, our Lord is making the same point. You have eyes, but you do not see. You have ears, but you do not hear. These blind men witness against you because in their blindness, can't see the miracles, and still through their faith, their heart, longing for the son of David to heal them, they have greater faith than all of us with eyeballs that can see. Let that sink in for a bit. Remigius goes on to say, out of both nations, such as believed on him, Christ gave sight in, uh, to the house, Christ gave sight in the house, by which is understood the church. For without the unity of the church, no man can be saved. Let that sink in too. What a powerful statement that is from Remigius. Hadock's commentary goes on to say, but if we are silent, we shall obtain greater glory in the sight, both of God and men, on the other hand, whatever redounds to the glory of the Almighty, we must ourselves publish and exhort others to make it known to the whole world. We have an opportunity today to, lay, to make it known to the whole world the glory that Christ brings to humankind through salvation and His church and the sacraments. It's not ours, it's His. What a gift we have to be able to belong to it to be able to enjoy it. Share that with the world today. We'll be right back. What's Concerning Us is coming up next. We're talking about Roe v. Wade. We'll be right back. Howdy, this is Adrian Fonseca, producer of the Catholic Drive Time Show. Heard Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Central and 7 a.m. Eastern, right here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. And I'm proud to tell you that Real Estate for Life is an underwriter of Catholic Drive Time. Real Estate for Life connects home buyers and sellers to real estate agents while supporting pro-life organizations, offering their clients a faith-based experience. They are online at realestateforlife.org. That's realestateforlife.org. God love you. Many Protestants believe Christians can be absolutely sure they're going to heaven because John tells us in 1 John 5:13, I write this that you may know you have eternal life. But is this true? 
The answer is no, and here are some reasons why. First, John writes in the next verse, and this is the confidence which we have in him. For John, the knowledge we have of our salvation is not a certainty without doubt, but a confident assurance. And that's the Catholic belief. Second, we know this is what John means because in verse 15, he draws a parallel between our knowledge of salvation and our knowledge that God grants our requests. Do we have absolute certitude that God will grant our requests? No, but we are confident he will answer. So, Catholics need not worry. John is not teaching Protestant doctrine here. I'm Carlo Broussard with the ready reason for Catholic Answers, Catholic.com. Speed to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. I'm your host, Joe McLean. So good to be on with you. Praise be to Jesus. Coming up at 35 past the hour, Father James Brent from the Order of Preachers, the Dominicans, is going to be on to talk about uh, his work as the promoter of the Angelic Warfare Confraternity. So that's coming up at 35 past the hour. Right now, I want to welcome back to the program Brent Haynes. He's an attorney, Catholic speaker on religious liberty, pro-life issues, and so much more. Good morning to you, Brent. Good morning, Joe. Uh, the big news on uh, on SCOTUS this week, that big case out of Mississippi, was hearing oral arguments. And, uh, boy, there was a lot of conversation going on back and forth, liberal and conservative. And I think the liberals are actually really nervous that this is, – is it possible Roe v. Wade could actually be overturned? I mean, they're talking like it. Well, the liberals and the, you know, the abortion rights advocates, as they call themselves, or reproductive health advocates, as they call right, themselves yeah. – uh, they are worried because they have good reason to be worried. Um, for the first time since Roe was handed down by the court in 1973 and since Casey in 1992, where uh, pro-lifers thought the court might actually reverse Roe, there is a conservative majority on the court, and the court has accepted a case that is attacking Roe, or really we should call it Roe and Casey. It's attacking the Roe-Casey abortion holdings head-on. And with that many conservatives on the court, the left, uh, of course, is very worried. There was a lot of conversation about viability being like a standard. Like, where does viability come from? All this talk about uh, Roe v. Wade from a constitutional perspective, but yet we don't see that listed anywhere in the Constitution, uh, a right to an abortion. And uh, the viability standard, I think Chief Justice John Roberts compared uh, our, our standard to Communist China and North Korea, I mean, not friends you want to have when it comes to atrocities on human, on human people. Uh, so what is the argument over the viability? Well, the Solicitor General from Mississippi uh, is essentially arguing that the Roe-Casey doctrine does not work, that it's, that it's taken this divisive issue out of the hands of the American people. This is a point that Ruth Bader Ginsburg herself made before she went on the Supreme Court, that the court really stepped in with this sweeping decision and that it's unworkable. And one of the, the, the primary governing issue now as, as that we have under Roe Casey is uh, viability. Essentially, states are not, no government is allowed to uh, prohibit abortion or ban abortions before viability. And that's what makes this case so worrisome to the left and gives hope to so many pro-lifers is Mississippi just passed a law and said, look, we're going to ban most abortions mm. past 15 weeks, whereas the state of current medical technology says viability is probably somewhere between 20 and 24 weeks. 
So that's why this is a direct head-on challenge to uh, the Roe Casey uh, doctrines and why the abortion advocates are so concerned. Uh, Justice Sotomayor tried to make the argument that just because something responds, she even talked about uh, dead people. She said there was like some 40 percent of dead people might have a, a physical response if you touch their foot or something like that. They might jerk or whatever out of a nervous reaction, the body itself. And Or she said dead-brained people, I think is what she said. Um, how is that an argument? How, did, how would that... How would that support the the cause to keep Roe v. Wade in place? Well, uh, Justice Sotomayor is uh, the most partisan and most argumentative judge, justice on the U.S. Supreme Court, if you listen to the oral arguments. Mm. Um, sometimes her, at least in my judgment, her uh, questions on advocates for positions she disagrees with gets um, you know beyond the legal professionalism. Uh, that one sees in the other justices on the court, even even her her fellow liberal justices such as Stephen Breyer and Elena Kagan, mm. uh, she got very you know she got very partisan. Um, the um, you know the issue of uh, whether or not a fetus responds, or the issue of whether or not a dead person has some sort of automatic nervous response that causes them to move part of their body if they're provoked or touched, even though they're brain dead, is a point she was trying to make to address the claims that uh, preborn children can feel pain at a very early age. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that the medical evidence is that, remember, the Mississippi, the Mississippi case or the Mississippi law before the court right now is at 15 weeks of uh, gestation, right? We know that by 15 weeks, uh, well before 15 weeks, the preborn child has a heartbeat. We know there are brain waves. We know all the organs are starting to be formed. Yeah. Uh, all of the all of the identifiers that show that a child that, that it really is a, a, a really tiny but human mm. being but still a human being, and Sotomayor really went after that. She also went after Stare Decisis and the, and the 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 uh, idea that the Supreme Court should stand by rulings they've made in the past. That courts should stand by rulings they've made in the past. And this is an important uh, legal doctrine uh, for. For our country because it allows people to have predictability. If we don't know that the law tomorrow is going to be pretty much the same it is today, it's hard for us to order our lives. Yeah, right. And, and you know, I mean, of course, our decisis relies on it's a, a recognition of tradition. Uh, but one thing that I, I was wondering about the case, I mean, it seems as though everything is falling on science. And yes, it's very important that we have a backing by science. But really, at the end of the day, this is a philosophical argument. Whatever that, what does a human being produce? A human being produces a, another human being. It's not going to be a dolphin. It's not going to be <laughs> a, a, a tree. It's not going to be a plant. It's not going to be a rock. It's a. It's going to. We human beings produce other human beings, and going to the science of it only furthers the proof of the philosophical argument. Are, are they just relying on the science, or what is exactly is going on here? Actually, what you're what you're getting at. Uh, highlights the difficulties pro-life advocates have in arguing in the courts. These are courts of law. You know, they, it's difficult to argue philosophy in a court of law because when we're in there as attorneys, we're supposed to be arguing the law. Uh, Justice Sotomayor, again, uh, you know, attacked, you know, attacked the uh, pro-life, you know, the lawyer advocating the pro-life position, the Solicitor General uh, from Mississippi, by saying that that the pro-life position is essentially a religious argument. And I encourage listeners who are really interested in this to go online and listen to the oral arguments. You know, 
you can listen to her tone of voice. Um, Justice Sotomayor just doesn't get it. You know, she just doesn't understand. And that's why, as Adrian was saying, the medical issues become important because that's a way of getting those arguments into the legal arguments is to say, look, we have new facts here. We have new evidence. Mm. And there was discussion about how much how many changes there have been since Roe. Um, Another change has been legal arguments. Leave it to the new mother on the court, Mm -hmm. Amy Coney Barrett, who asked the lawyers arguing for abortion about what she called safe haven laws. Some people may be familiar with these um, under the phrase baby Moses laws. These are laws that allow women who give birth within a certain time period after giving birth to turn over the baby with uh, to proper authorities without being charged with a abandonment. Mm. And these are tremendously important pro-life laws. And Amy Coney Barrett was essentially asking the pro-abortion lawyers, doesn't this take away your entire argument that about how if you get rid of abortion, women are stuck with all the burdens of motherhood and their careers are ruined, right. and their lives are ruined, and they've got to spend all this money. Amy Coney Barrett is just saying, well, they could put children up for adoption. And when you listen to the oral argument, then, of course, the, the abortion advocates really don't have an answer to that. Mm. Rudy? Uh, Brent, I was wondering what your prediction was um, regarding the uh, the justices. Do you think that they're going to probably advocate for this this cause, or do you think we'll, we'll be let down? Well, uh, let's make a couple of points here. First, mm-hmm. um, conservatives are always at a disadvantage uh, when it comes to getting conservative rulings from conservative judges because conservative judges, by definition, are not activists. They're trying to uh, follow the law. They're trying to follow what they think are the proper legal doctrines. And that's why sometimes I've had pro-life friends of mine come to me in the past and Mm -hmm. criticize uh, judges and especially justices on the Supreme Court when they thought they didn't rule the right way in terms of making a conservative ruling. But as a lawyer, one can go in and look at the ruling and see that they really were trying to do it step by step, follow the law. Liberal and judicially – liberal judges are more judicially active – they are they're much more likely to to uh, act according to their judicial philosophy as opposed to the law, which is one reason we criticize them so much in terms of the results of this case. You know, first of all, one thing to keep in mind is this decision almost certainly won't come out until the end of June. Yeah. Right in time for midterms. <laughs> right in time for midterms, which leads to uh, another point. Um, the. Uh, if we get a good pro-life victory here, mm-hmm. the left will no doubt use this as exhibit number one in why the court needs to be reformed. But wouldn't you, th- wouldn't you say, though, uh, if we could overturn Roe and it goes back to the states, doesn't abolish abortion in the country, it just simply turns it back to the states, wouldn't you say that that would be worth whatever the price is during the midterms? Well, the point here is that, first of all, you're correct. If they just overturn Roe, the argument is it will go back to the states. It will return to the democratic process, with Ru- which Ruth Bader Ginsburg herself and other honest intellectual liberals uh, who actually support abortion uh, said was uh, was what should happen. Um, the problem with the, ref- the with the uh, back- possible backlash is the possibility that uh, liberals and progressives will reform the court. They'll argue that this shows that the court is out of touch. That, uh, yeah, for sure. Well, the midterms will be that much more mm-hmm. important. And, but we're almost out of time. I want to real quick just uh, make this point because we're, we're running out of time here. If it goes back to the states 
and states get to choose, we're obviously going to see a huge split in our country about those states like Mississippi, Texas, others that are going to try to do away with abortion completely. Could it be possible that other more liberal states, New York, California, would they take it to an extreme? Would they make abortion an extreme thing in their in their states, like all the way up to birth or beyond? Well, not just not just New York and California, but remember in Virginia, the famous statement by the governor that they should be able to, uh, you know, you know, abort up up until viability. Uh, Another quick point, Joe, is there's no guarantee that we're going to get a clean decision where there's a solid majority on one side and presumably conservatives and a and a definite minority on the other side. There's a good chance that we will get multiple opinions, say three or four conservatives on a conservative opinion, three liberals on a liberal opinion, and then one or two justices uh, writing their own opinion. And that would. And how does Roberts fare in this, do you think? Roberts would probably be in that one or two. Roberts also is the, he is, we do not, first of all, we do not have a true six to three conservative majority on the Supreme Court. It's really five, three, one. Roberts is, to be fair, moderately conservative, but he uh, is quite willing to leave the conservative cause uh, even when his, the other fellow conservative justices find legal rationales for conservative rulings. As, a, as the chief justice especially, he's also concerned about the prestige of the Supreme Court and its reputation in society. I always think to myself, what's the point of a of the court system or even a conservative court system if we have homosexual so-called marriage, uh, death by uh, babies being killed and all these horrible atrocities? And it's just like, what's the point of the conservative judge and their prestige if we're doing all this? Well, you know, the real answer there, Adrian, is this is why we need not just majorities in the courts, but super majorities. This is why we need conservatives, not just in the courts, but in all government offices. This comes down to one principle. Elections have consequences. Yeah, for sure. Justice Samuel Alito said the fetus has an interest in having a life. And that doesn't change, does it, from the point of viability to the point after viability. Yay and amen, Justice. The fetus has an interest in life. Watch the silent scream. It will scare you. Trust me, it is horrifying. Babies feel pain. We'll be right back. This is a Messy Family Minute with Mike and Alicia Hernan. For some couples, praying together is very natural, but for others, prayer may feel awkward or forced. The truth is, there is real power in spouses praying together. So how can couples pray together more? You can begin by blessing each other and your children in the morning, or engage in communal prayer together like the rosary or the mass. You can also ask your spouse, how can you pray for them? Intercede for them and their needs throughout your day as you are driving or cleaning. When parents need guidance in making decisions for the family, this is when the two of you should come before the Lord in faith and ask for help. And when you fall and make poor choices, you should also repent together and ask the Lord for His forgiveness and mercy. Growing in your prayer life is an essential way to develop and deepen your relationship, but also a way for you to support your spouse and love them more profoundly. A threefold cord is not easily broken. To hear more, visit us at MessyFamilyMinute.org. Howdy, this is Adrian Fonseca, producer of the Catholic Drive Time Show. Heard Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Central and 7 a.m. Eastern, right here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. And I'm proud to tell you that Real Estate for Life is an underwriter of Catholic Drive Time. Real Estate for Life connects home buyers and sellers to real estate agents while supporting pro-life organizations, offering their clients a faith-based experience. They are online at realestateforlife.org. That's realestateforlife.org. God love you. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. 
I'm Rudy Carlos, and here's your headline news. Breitbart reports Biden administration blames Omicron variant for supply chain woes. As many laborers decide to accept larger government checks in 2021 instead of participating in the economy, resulting in a nationwide labor shortage, Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo told CNN Wednesday that the Omicron variant could also negatively impact workers' desire to return to work. She says, I do worry because we know people are afraid to go to work, Raimondo said. Every time we think we're past it, there's a new mandate, she said broadly about the virus. Every time we think we're on our way, a new variant comes out. That creates a level of uncertainty. I can say that for sure. The market's uncertainty is compounded by Dr. Fauci, who continued Wednesday to shift the goalposts of who the federal government will consider being fully vaccinated. Fauci left the door open for, for a booster shot to be factored into that definition. Fauci has also downplayed the potential of the Omicron variant crossing into the United States at the southern border from illegal aliens. Yet Fauci is weighing a seven-day quarantine for travelers entering the United States legally. The Washington Free Beacon reports Senate Dems blocking measure to prohibit imports made with Chinese slave labor. Senate Democrats are blocking legislation that could prohibit imports from China made with weaker slave labor in response to pressure from the Biden administration officials who fear the bill would torpedo climate negotiations with the Chinese government. The Uyghur Forced Labor Prevention Act, a bill sponsored by Senator Marco Rubio from Florida that has long been circulating in Congress and is backed by the Human Rights Committee community and opponents of China's forced labor camps, was included in a package of 25 amendments to the annual defense authorization bill, according to a list distributed by Senate leadership on Wednesday, but Democrats excluded the amendment from a vote late Wednesday night after members of the party privately objected to it, sources told the Free Beacon. Earlier in the evening, Democrats tried to use a procedural mechanism that would have allowed the vote, allowed a vote on the act, but stripped it from the final authorization bill, according to a hotline memo from the Senate leadership. And the Gateway Pundit reports New York City imposes COVID vaccine mandate for employees of private and religious schools. Epic Times reports Texas law enforcement reports reveal scope of the border crisis. In one week, 22, uh, sorry, 22,651 illegal aliens from 40 countries were apprehended in Texas near the U.S.-Mexico border, according to a November 2nd law enforcement report issued by the Texas Department of Public Safety and obtained by the Epic Times. The reporting week encompassed the seven days from October 27th through November 2nd, and, according to the previous week's numbers and a report from May, the numbers have been this high for months. Law enforcement arrested 48 fugitives and 13 gang members. In addition, more than 4,000 pounds of marijuana, 669 pounds of methamphetamine, and 87 pounds of cocaine were seized. Also confiscated were 27 handguns, 3 long guns, and more than $188,000 in cash. In the past six months, three separate currency seizures exceeded 1.5 million. Just shy of 22,000 legal aliens were apprehended on average per week in Texas over the last four weeks, 68% of whom were from countries other than Mexico. Extrapolated for a year, that would mean more than 1.1 million illegal alien apprehensions along the Texas-Mexico border alone. The report doesn't estimate how many individuals evaded apprehension. Also, if you're interested in this story, check out our recent interview with Joshua Phillip from the Epic Times on our YouTube channel. And those are your headline news for this morning. God love you.
Praise be to God in all things. Thank you, Rudy, for keeping us up to date. We're very grateful. Praise be to Jesus. Joining us right now via Zoom is Father James Brent. He is with the Order of Preachers, the Dominicans. He is an assistant professor of philosophy at the Dominican House of Studies in Washington, D.C., and he's also the promoter of the Angelic Warfare Confraternity. Good morning to you, Father. Thank you for your time. Good morning. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, praise be to God. You know, uh, the thought of of uh, an army of men and women praying for our purity, for our chastity, is uh, a very attractive notion. And the, the thought further that we could join such an army and contribute that way seems to be incredible. Tell us, what is the Angelic Warfare Confraternity? Well, it's more than just a thought. It's, it's a reality. It's, it's what you've been talking about. The Angelic Warfare Confraternity is an ancient confraternity of the Dominican order. It goes back to St. Thomas Aquinas himself, who received a special grace of chastity and purity in his life. There was a special episode um, after he joined the Dominican order where his family was uh, against him joining the order. So they seized him literally from his novitiate while he was traveling and they put him in the family prison <laughs> uh, in one of the castles that they had. And he have, and they basically said, unless you change your mind, you're not leaving. Uh, he did not change his mind and he stayed in that, in that prison for a year, uh, which turns out to have been a very productive time. It's said that during that year, he memorized the Bible. He had a he had a photographic memory, so it worked out well. <laughs> but then uh, after a year, his brothers were very sick and tired of the whole thing. So they conceived a rather sinister plot, and they, they went into town, and they, they found a prostitute, and they brought her, and they sent her into the cell where he was kept in order to, to seduce him. And he refused. He And as the story goes, he you know, grabbed a half-burning log from the fire and chased her out of the room, and she fled. And as she fled, uh, he the door slammed, and he traced the sign of the cross on the on the door. And he fell to his knees, and he thanked God for granting him protection of his chastity and purity. Now, there's already a lesson there. I mean, we should always thank God uh, for the protection that He grants us in moments of temptation. But as the story goes at that moment, two angels appeared and girded him about the waist with a cord and said, never again will you be tempted to sin against chastity and purity. And we know from the records of the canonization process, many people remarked upon the tremendous and obvious innocence of St. Thomas Aquinas. He just had a kind of aura of purity about him. And after he passed away, the cord that he wore uh, passed into the hands of the Dominican friars, and it's available. It's 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 we still have it to this day in a in a church, one of our Dominican churches and priories in Italy. And after he passed away, and this cord was available, people began to take cords of their own, touch them to the cord of Saint Thomas, put them on, and pray to him for chastity and purity. And what they discovered was that. It worked. I mean, it, they really received grace to, uh, and it was a grace that either diminished the temptations they experienced or increased their strength in resisting them. And so many people started to do this. Many thousands of people started to do it. And eventually the Dominican fathers organized them into a confraternity and they instituted a sacramental, a blessed cord or medal in honor of St. Thomas. And the members would pray daily certain prayers for each other for chastity and purity. 
And then that confraternity grew and grew in the 1700s. The Pope established it as an international, a universal confraternity of the whole church and attached indulgences to it. And it has been present in the church down to this day. Although in the last 10 years or so, it's been undergoing a rather dramatic revival and many tens of thousands of people have joined. I have a file with many, many testimonies from wow. people who tell me it really worked. I have testimonies to people receiving healings from wounds of chastity and purity. I have testimonies to marriages being reconciled. I have testimonies to people being set free from the chains of pornography. I have all sorts of testimonies, um, and Praise it is really God. very powerful. Uh, we're talking with Father James Brent of the Order of Preachers about the Angelic Warfare Confraternity. And Father, I don't know, I think the coolest thing you said a minute ago was that uh, Thomas Aquinas' family had a family jail. I may institute that in the house. I think that <laughs> yeah. is a great idea. But uh, what a powerful story. A year in prison uh, to be... Uh, to, and to take it joyfully, yeah. to take it uh, and and use the time in such a productive way, and then of course to have this great test of of temptation at the end of it. What a powerful testimony for the rest of us. You know, many times, Father, we're going to grow up against a break here in a moment. But uh, many times, sure. I have said in my own battle with purity and chastity that I long for the day in the beatific vision to be freed of the temptation. And uh, I've experienced a great uh, mystical experience in my life where I was given much grace to, uh, to uh, maintain purity and chastity so I can appreciate mm -hmm. it. But uh, that temptation every day for at least a lot of mm -hmm. most men, but women too, it mm -hmm. is great. It, these spiritual graces that the confraternity uh, enjoys, are, these are uh, powerful ones, I imagine? They're quite powerful. Uh, and we again, we have many testimonies to that, that... that the way we describe it is that it gives people either uh, the grace of greater strength to resist temptations or a diminishment of temptations altogether. We want to be clear, though, it's not a magic wand that will make <laughs> all of one's temptations go away or all of one's struggles go away. There, there's no such magic wand. The way to think of it is it's an extra help. Mm. Um, and, an, and another way to think about it is that it's a, a means for growing in chastity and purity. So these virtues of chastity and purity are, are virtues that we grow into over time and generally over a long period of time. And uh, just as we grow into temperance with respect to food, you know, learning to eat the right things at the right time and the right way for the right reasons. So human beings learn gradually how to live out their human sexuality in a way that's life-giving as opposed to one that's really personally destructive. Mm. So uh, the confraternity offers us a grace to grow. Forgive me, Father, but I'm going to ask you to hold that thought. We have a short break we have to take. We're going to be right back. We're going to continue our conversation with Father James Brent, Order of Preachers, about the Angelic Warfare Confraternity. I want to ask about these indulgences. That looks like a great opportunity. All of that plus more is coming up right after this very short break. Don't go anywhere. Catholic Drive Time. We'll be right back. Share us with a friend. This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. Have you ever heard someone say, the Catholic Church is too condemning. It needs to practice more tolerance. G.K. Chesterton says, the other word for tolerance is indifference, and the other word for indifference is apathy. 
The Catholic Church cannot afford to be apathetic. It cannot afford to be tolerant of evil. It has to be consistent in opposing what is wrong and defending what is right. And the Church especially cannot afford to tolerate social evils that are condoned by the state. Why? Because sooner or later, it'll be turned against the Church. History has shown this to be true more than once. Chesterton says there have been times in history when the church has been wedded to the world, but it has always been widowed by the world. Want more than a minute? Chesterton.org. Glorianshine.com, a generous underwriter of Catholic Drive Time. Glorianshine.com is a Catholic family-owned company making a variety of personal care products ranging from lotions, soap bars, gift boxes, body mist, beard care, and more. At Glorianshine.com, they state their mission is to, quote, craft every product with deep intention while holding a vision of sharing the gospel. They are good for the body, mind, and soul, unquote. God love you, Glorianshine.com. Thank you again. Praise be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time. Keeping you informed and inspired, I'm your host, Joe McLean. So good to be on with you. Father James Brent, Order of Preachers, Dominicans, is our guest right now. He is an assistant professor of philosophy at the Dominican House of Studies. He's also the promoter of the Angelic Warfare Confraternity, and we're discussing that right now. Good morning to you again, Father. Um, Tell me about indulgences. This seems like a powerful opportunity. Well, there's many spiritual benefits attached to the uh, confraternity. It's really a sacramental. Uh, there's the blessed cord and metal that the person wears, and the, it's blessed specifically to help a person thrive and grow in chastity and purity and to fight the good fight. And it's a powerful aid for that. But there's also the entire group of people praying in the church, I mean, in the confraternity, praying for one another. And that's a very powerful aid as well. When you combine the sacramental and the people praying for one another, you have a lot of grace pouring in. There's other benefits, which is that the person who enrolls receives St. Thomas Aquinas as a patron in matters of chastity and purity, as well as Our Lady of the Rosary, who's a co-patroness or who's of the confraternity or the patroness of the confraternity. And there's another benefit, which is that there are many indulgences attached to it. In fact, there's five indulgences Uh, There are plenary indulgences available, first on the day that the person enrolls in the confraternity, but then also every year on the Feast of Christmas, Easter, the Feast of St. Thomas Aquinas, January 28th, the Feast of the Annunciation, March 25th, the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary on August 15th, and on All Saints Day, November 1st. Every one of those days, each year, the members are eligible to receive a plenary indulgence on the usual conditions. You know, Father, we were talking in the last segment about the uh, the Planned Parenthood case over there and on abortion and banning abortion. And yes. one of the major issues today is that of chastity. We are having issues all across the world, but especially in America today. Can you speak about the importance of the Angelic Warfare Confraternity and why should people seriously consider this today? Well, so many of the issues that are at the the root of the culture of death have to do with a lack of chastity and purity and widespread um, sort of, yeah, just sexual sin. And there's a certain irony 
that has taken place here with the confraternity. And that is just as the sexual revolution was kind of breaking out in the 60s. I mean, actually, you can make a case it started earlier, but generally people point to the 60s as the time when it's really kind of sexual chaos just sort of broke loose in our society. And it's so ironic that just at that same time, so many devotions in the Catholic Church started to diminish and people started to practice these things less and less, less and less importance was placed on them. And among the, the devotions that sort of waned during those years was the Angelic Warfare Confraternity. But what happened was over the course of several decades, as people lived their life according to the false promises of the sexual revolution, they discovered a lot of personal pain and turmoil uh, many horrible effects of it, abortion being just among one of them, divorce being another, promiscuity, sexually transmitted disease, the whole disaster that we see around us in our society. So by the time the early 2000s came around, people had really experienced personally the devastating effects of an unchaste life. And individuals started to seek out the angelic warfare confraternity and it really started to grow again because individuals lay people were really asking for it and really seeking it out and they could see something has gone terribly wrong in our society and i personally need help uh to deal with life in a world that's like ours you know father it's so saturated with sex everywhere you know, Father, I had never heard of the Angelic Warfare Confraternity until I actually joined the novitiate for the Dominican Order with the Providence St. Joseph. I was there, and that was the first time I actually had heard of the Angelic Warfare Confraternity. I was like, how have I never heard of this before? And I, why isn't this being preached from the rooftops? It seems like this is the, the answer to a lot of our problems. How do, do people join this? That's a great question. More and more people are hearing about it. It's growing it's growing here and there all over the place. And the best way to, to join is simply to go to the website, angelicwarfare.org. And there's a tab, how to enroll. And there are step-by-step instructions on how to do so. And uh, there's also the prayers, the daily prayers of the confraternity available on the website. And a lot of people begin to say the prayers even before they're able to enroll because it takes time to enroll, to acquire the membership packet and find a priest to do the enrollment and send in the form, the enrollment form and those sorts of things. But people begin saying the, the daily prayers right away. And many people tell me that as soon as they begin saying the daily prayers, they already experience good effects. Wow. Now, Father, can I ask him, uh, I'm going to call them dumb questions. They're probably not, but I'm going to ask him anyway. Uh, sure. Does this confraternity have anything to do with the Third Order Dominicans, or is there any conflict there? Can someone not be uh, a part of the Third Order Dominican uh, spirituality, or could they be of Franciscan spirituality? Can they be, I mean, yes. what, are, the, what, this, what are the requirements? The Third Order is an association affiliated with the Dominican Order that brings with it promises to undertake certain observances uh, and membership in chapters and things like that. The Angelic Warfare Confraternity is a separate organization also associated with the Dominican Order and entrusted to it, but has a far more um, open sort of membership. Okay, so anyone from any state of life, any religious order, uh, 
any association can join the angelic warfare confraternity. So I have diocesan clergy. There are you know religious women. There are seminarians, uh, men, men and women from all orders in the church, lay people, single, married, uh, divorced, widowed. I mean, everyone. This is for all people in the church, all states of life. And what are the requirements in particular? How does one begin the process? And I mean, you mentioned an application and and ceremony. Can you maybe talk about that in greater detail? Okay, great. Well, there's not so much an application process as any, because again, anyone who wants to join may join. There's a, we suggest preparation for it by learning the daily prayers and reading the catechesis on the confraternity that's available on our website. Then once you order the membership packet, there's a booklet. And if someone reads through that, uh, that's sufficient preparation to join. And then there's an enrollment ceremony that one goes through where the priest blesses the cord and medal of St. Thomas. And one says, I'm going to, to live by these practices. Now, there are three basic practices of the confraternity. Number one, to say the daily prayers, which again are available on the website, but there's two daily prayers for chastity and purity. They're each about the length of maybe the Our Father or maybe slightly longer. And there are 15 Hail Marys that one says each day for chastity and purity. And these prayers are for oneself and for all of the other members of the confraternity. So that's the first practice is to say the daily prayers. The second practice is to wear the blessed cord or medal as continuously as one reasonably can, much like if one were to enroll in the Brown Scapular confraternity. And the priest that does the enrollment ceremony, does Mm -hmm. this have to be a, a Dominican? Does it have to be a particular kind of priest, someone who's already a part of the confraternity? Any priest can give the blessing of the cord and metal. But in order for a person to be officially enrolled, it, it's really important for us to have the enrollment form that's in the packet. So we ask the priests uh, and the people who are enrolling to uh, contact us, let us know they want to enroll. We'll authorize the priest, so to speak. And that means we'll give him the faculties to officially enroll people, and then people can send in the form uh, to us to be enrolled, to be inscribed in the register. Hmm. All that is spelled out on the website. Father, there's so many great uh, you know, practices, so many beautiful prayers that Holy Mother the Church provides for the laity. Uh, this being one of them, what kind of advice would you give to somebody who perhaps is struggling with the sin of impurity but does not have mm-hmm. the... Uh, what's the word? It doesn't have the the um, discipline of uh, a prayer life. Okay, that's a good question. We want to be clear about one thing when it comes to these practices. None of them bind under pain of sin. So if a person were to join the confraternity and not say the prayers one day, that would not be a sin. We want to be really clear about that. Um, however, if a person joins and doesn't say the prayers, there's a, there's, they lose the benefits from saying the prayers. And we have lots of testimonies from people that join and they say, well, I, I was, I joined, I started to wear the cord of metal. I was saying the prayers daily and I was doing great. I had far fewer temptations and much greater strength in resisting temptations when they came, but then I stopped saying the prayers. And what happens is the temptations tend to come back. Hmm. So what this does is it gives people an experience that there are, there's an advantage to praying 
and participating in the prayers of the confraternity. And it can actually help people grow in a stable prayer life. We are just down to a couple of minutes here. The website, by the way, is angelicwarfareconfraternity.org. That's angelicwarfareconfraternity.org. We're linking to it on our social feeds as well. Um, with just about a minute or so left, uh, Father, would you say that this is especially important for, I would say as a married man, this is important, but for married couples too? Yes, we have lots of married couples that join because they're, married couples are not immune from temptation uh, to sexual sin. So we have lots of married couples that join because there are sins against chastity in marriage. Uh, a lot of people don't think about that, maybe especially when they're young. We think of sexual sin or and sexual temptation as just something for the youth, but uh, any priest who hears confessions will tell you that mar married couples commit sexual sins of different kinds. So uh, it's important for everyone in the church. All right. Father James Brent, Order of Preachers, thank you for your time today. We're very grateful. My joy. To God. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, God love you, and have a great day, Father. The website, again, is angelicwarfareconfraternity.org. That's angelicwarfareconfraternity.org. And that is going to do it for the radio side of our Catholic Drive Time program today and for the week. Praise be to Jesus. Thank you all for joining us. We enjoyed our conversations this week with all of our guests. Uh, we're going to jump into our share across the GRN. Don't forget, support your local Catholic radio station. That station you are listening to right now, wherever you are, needs your support. Make that contribution. It means a lot. We'll be back 9 a.m. Central, 10 Eastern. Join us online at grnonline.com forward slash CDT. God love Thank you. Thank you for joining us on Your Catholic Drive Time where it is our pleasure to keep you informed and inspired. Join us Monday through Friday at the same time, right here on your favorite Catholic radio station. Don't forget to connect with us. Just go to facebook.com forward slash Catholic Drive Time. Again, that's facebook.com forward slash Catholic Drive Time. Be sure to share more than just us today. Share Jesus with everyone you meet. Bye now, and God love you. A friend of mine said that his church takes the Bible literally, but that the Catholic Church doesn't. Is that true? Catholics actually interpret the Bible in a literal sense, while many fundamentalists, evangelicals, and others interpret the Bible in a literalist sense. The literal meaning of a passage of Scripture is the meaning the author of that passage of Scripture intended to convey. The literalist interpretation of a passage of Scripture is, that's what it says, that's what it means. Here's an example to illustrate the difference. If you were to read a passage in a book that said it was raining cats and dogs outside, how would you interpret that? As Americans in the 21st century, we know that the author was intending to convey the idea that it was raining pretty doggone hard outside. That would be the literal or Catholic interpretation. The literalist interpretation would be that were you to walk outside, you would actually see cats and dogs falling from the sky like rain. No taking into account the popularly accepted meaning of this phrase. No taking into account what the author was intending to convey. The words say it was raining cats and dogs, so by golly, it was raining cats and dogs. That is the literalist or fundamentalist way of interpretation. Now, if someone 2,000 years in the future picked up that same book and read it was raining cats and dogs outside, in order to properly understand that passage in the book, they would need a literal interpretation, not a literalist interpretation. 
Now, think about that in the context of interpreting the Bible 2,000 to 3,000 years after it was written. We need a literal or Catholic interpretation versus literalist or fundamentalist interpretation. A beacon of truth in a troubled world. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. Howdy, this is Adrian Fonseca, producer of the Catholic Drive Time Show. Heard Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Central and 7 a.m. Eastern, right here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. And I'm proud to tell you that Real Estate for Life is an underwriter of Catholic Drive Time. Real Estate for Life connects home buyers and sellers to real estate agents while supporting pro-life organizations, offering their clients a faith-based experience. They are online at realestateforlife.org. That's Real Estate for The 2021 Guadalupe Radio Network, the Gifts of God Christmas Sherathon. Please call 1 800 476 3311 to make your pledge of support to help keep Catholic Radio on the air across the Guadalupe Radio Network. Make a one time $1,500 donation or a pledge of $125 per month for a year, and you'll be eligible to win a drawing for a pilgrimage of choice for two people with select international tours. That number again to call is 1-800-476-3311. And happy Friday to you. Good morning. It has uh, finally arrived, the final day of the Christmas Sherathon 2021, the Gifts of God, here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Uh, good morning. My name is Dave Palmer, along with Cecil Anderson. How are you doing, Cecil? Good morning. I'm doing wonderfully. Good morning, Dave. I am so excited to be here. It is Friday. I, and I know. We're going to raise money for Catholic Radio. Yeah, we just take one day at a time, one hour at a time. And boy, this hour is, uh, <laughs> I, I'm looking at it, and it's hard to not be a little bit intimidated. But, uh, you know, know. The, the reason we 
uh, have such a high goal is this is traditionally an hour that, well, two reasons. It's first because we need it. So we need every, hour, every hour's goal is for out of necessity. But it's also an hour that, that traditionally has done very well. And so we hope this will be no exception <laughs> this morning. Uh, it's a $9,000 uh, matching gift hour. But I'll tell you all the details. I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's pray first. Absolutely. And then before we give out the phone number or say anything else, it's First Friday, by the way, and that you know holds special oh, significance yes, uh, in the month. But uh, let's, let's pray and then we will tell you everything that's going on this hour. All right. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Jesus, we pray that you will send your Holy Spirit upon our share efforts today. We prayerfully ask for your continued blessing upon the Guadalupe Radio Network that we remain steadfast in our media ministry to spread your truth. Jesus, bless our listeners and hear their prayers. You know their hearts. You know their needs. Lord God, may we, your people, who look forward to the birthday of Christ, experience the joy of salvation and celebrate Christmas with love and thanksgiving. May the light of faith shine in our words and our actions. Help us to remember that Jesus Christ is the truly the reason for the season. Thank you, Jesus, for the daily showerings of abundant blessings that you send our way. We are your servants. Guide our hearts, our hands, and our voices. We ask all this in your precious name, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. amen. In the name of Father, amen. Son, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. <clears throat> all right. Good news. Uh, did you see there's already a call on? I saw that, Dave. And that's always uh, yeah, how we uh, want to start off an hour, I, right? I, I, th- <laughs> I think it's a good sign that somebody has already called in. They've memorized the phone number. We haven't even said it yet. Uh, but here it is, 800-476-3311. <clears throat> There's always a chance that one of the volunteers is testing the phone, yes, uh, and yes. that, that that looks to be the case. Uh, but, uh, Raul, we're glad you're there in the San Antonio Call Center uh, getting ready to go, and uh, we hope that the calls will be lining up here very soon. So, as we mentioned, it's uh, day number four, final day of the Christmas Shurathon. The theme is the gifts of God, and uh, we just like to kind of start off uh, giving you a, a review of what's going on, uh, the different levels of giving, and um, as I mentioned, $9,000 is the match this hour. It comes from the Catholic Foundation, a part of their their sponsorship uh, here in North Texas. Uh, We have a tremendous relationship with the Catholic Mm. Foundation. I'd love nothing uh, more than to, next time I see Bill or Matt or Cheryl or any of the folks over there at the Catholic Foundation to say, wow, you know, our listeners doubled your your sponsorship. And so that's what's at stake uh, this morning. It's a lot of money to raise, so we got to do it. <laughs> really get going. Uh, five minutes uh, have elapsed already. We got 55 minutes, 800-476-3311. So where do we start? What do you want to talk about first? <laughs> well, I guess let's just start with that every single donor that calls in, Dave, no matter what the size is that they donate, is going to get the interview, The Gifts of God, that our share named for, uh, that you did with uh, Amy Wazaleski, a lady here in the DFW area, who used to be very feminist, very, um, you know, uh, pro-abortion, uh, thought the Catholic Church hated women, uh, was f- so far away from that uh, through her college and young adult years. And within the last 10 years, she did a complete like turnaround, uh, thanks partially to uh, Catholic Radio. She was even working for Planned Parenthood. She was on the board of Planned Parenthood. And so this great, you know, under an hour interview, Dave, that you did with her, uh, she highlights these little gifts that God gave her throughout her life that kind of helped prepare her to come into the faith uh, from neighbors across the street, inviting her to mass, even though her family wasn't really practicing any faith. Um, all these little things that we, you know, you never know what your uh, witness might be due to other people. Uh, and so she, by the grace of God came home to the Catholic Church. And so anyone, no matter what donation it is that you make, you're going to get that 
interview in your email tonight. Uh, so you can listen to it going into the weekend, into our second weekend of Advent, and it's going to uh, probably you know, ignite your uh, little flame of uh, of, of your spirit of Advent and uh, just kind of rejuvenate you spiritually. Uh, so everyone donates who calls in at 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311 will be part of the cool club who has heard this amazing testimony. All right. And uh, yeah, it'll be sent to you in your inbox tonight. Okay. You can listen to it anytime over the weekend. Instantaneous. So if you, uh, yeah, if you have not <clears throat> uh, made a donation yet, of course, it's Friday. And I know there's, a, there's always a temptation when you hear us on the air on Tuesday or Wednesday or even Thursday. Say there's always time. You know, there's always mm-hmm. the next day. Uh, and there's not another day, you know, in 12 hours from now, time we'll be all finished. Time keeps on slipping, and so, slipping into the future, Dave. Yeah, so they say. Uh, so uh, 800-476-3311. So we are looking for our first caller. The the call that we thought was on was uh, him just testing the phone lines there in San Antonio. A big thank you to all the volunteers in San Antonio who came to spend some time with uh, Richard and Sean and Mario and uh, probably get some good food and a cup of coffee and getting ready for their first call. So uh, let's let's get the, the phone lines buzzing. 800-476-3311. I also want to uh, say that, yes, any donation, any size, you're going to get the Amy Wazaleski interview. Uh, if you're able to bump it up to what we call a guardian angel level donation, that's 30 a month or 361 time or more, we are going to put you into a drawing for an iPad Air with stunning 10.9-inch liquid retina display, powerful A14 bionic fusion chip. I don't know, that sounds impressive. <laughs> Two cameras, front and back, five different colors to choose from, and uh, also it supports Apple Pencil. This is like valued at about $600. We want to thank uh, Darren and Deneen Marsh um, in honor of and for requested prayers for the repose of John Shelby. May God rest his soul. So, uh, uh, Darren and Deneen, thank you very much for purchasing this for us. And uh, for everybody who's going to get into that drawing, get a chance to win a stunning uh, iPad Air uh, just by doing that $30 a month donation. Uh, or three sixty one time eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven and so, so if they put it on a credit card they get something really special another wow. downloadable gift right absolutely I'm so glad you asked about that Dave uh, yes uh, when we first came into the Shareathon this morning if you were listening you heard a fantastic rendition of uh, oh goodness what was the name of that song uh, Angels You Have Her on High that's yeah. what it was Angels You Have Her on High uh, done by uh, Valimar Jansen who has uh, graciously put together this Christmas album for us for us to give away so if you do 361 time or $30 a month or more and you put it on your bank auto draft or you put it on your credit card so that you don't have to uh, remember to pay every single month um, we call that our never forget plan our NFP uh, plan and as an extra gift for you we are going to send you this downloadable music album Christmas music album in your inbox tonight as well and it has a whole bunch of classic songs that you know and love Okamo Kami Manuel a little town of Bethlehem and to go tell it on the mountain, but all done in a very uh, fun, upbeat, and uh, kind of new way that you may not have heard before. And it's definitely going to be nothing like what you already have in your Christmas music uh, repertoire, I guess you could say. <laughs> so uh, definitely call in 1 800 476 3311, 1 800 476 3311, and make that $30 a month or 360 one time donation or more. Put it on your credit card, bank auto draft, and you can get that album today. 
tonight and start off your weekend with some Christmas music. All right. Uh, 1-800-476-3311. All right. $9,000 is a matching gift this hour. We have not had a call yet. I'm beginning to get a little nervous. Just a little uh, this bit. is the final day of the uh, four-day Christmas Sherathon here in the Guadalupe Radio Network. And uh, this, you know, Friday morning, first hour has traditionally been a good hour. I want to encourage somebody, uh, you know, just call in any donation. Yeah, when we when you found out that we were doing a Sherathon this week, you may have had in your mind, uh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call in at some point. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a donation of uh, 10 a month or 30 a month, uh, 125. I'd like to ask you, just do it right now. We have been talking all week about getting 10 calls on all at the same time. Hasn't happened yet. It's Mm-mm. it's really hard to do, but now as, you know, stations are powering up and uh, we, we're going to be at full power across all of our stations very soon, if not already, uh, call now and let's get the, final, the phone calls lined up, 800-476-3311, because you don't want to fall behind when you have a goal this big. And um, this is an opportunity also to tell you about what's called an Archangel donation. Uh, this is something that in an hour like this will be absolutely necessary. Not one, two, but I'm thinking, you know, maybe four or five will, will be necessary to hit this goal. And that's $125 a month or $1,500 one time. And if you do that, you are automatically put into a uh, drawing. We're not sure how many are going to be in this. Uh, we can tell you how many people have called in so far, probably about 70 or so, uh, uh, for you and a guest to go on a pilgrimage of choice with select international tours anywhere they go in 2022. Okay, so you got a whole year to decide. You can go to the, the Holy Land, Italy, uh, Germany, Switzerland, and Austria, Mexico City, uh Croatia, Medjugorje, the Danube Riverboat Cruise, Poland, Eastern Europe. You get to choose whichever one you want. All right, so please prayerfully consider that. And if somebody could do one of those real quickly, just get us going this morning, uh, that would be such a blessing to get off that goose egg that we have right now. Zero calls, zero money has been raised so far. 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. All the volunteers in San Antonio are standing by waiting for their first call. 1-800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. And if that pilgrimage sounds really awesome, but you want to get yourself a couple more chances to win that pilgrimage for two with Select International Tours, we have another giving level that we call the Seraphim. And that is a $5,000 one-time donation. And uh, Dave, one of those this hour would be absolutely amazing to jumpstart this hour. So if there's a Seraphim donor out there, uh, we would greatly appreciate you considering calling in this hour. Uh, this means that the donor goes, uh, their name goes into the pilgrimage four times. And uh, so the four chances to get that pilgrimage for two. And also the option of having a one-hour live remote from the donor's home or uh, from, uh, you know, from your friend's house, from your parish, from your work workplace, wherever it may be. Uh, we can come out, your local general manager will come out and do a live remote, an hour of uh, local Catholic radio programming. So $5,000 one time would certainly jumpstart this hour, wouldn't it, Dave? Yeah, it would. And, you know, the deeper we get into the hour, and oh, there, look at that. Bill is taking a call now. So, Woo! all right, we are off and running. We got the first call. Yay! It's so exciting. So uh, I, I tell you, I've been, I've been talking about this for so many years, and we all the hosts do. When you get the first call, 
uh, you know, something happens that, you yes. know, it, it motivates. Of course, it gets our, uh, you know, excitement level up. And then, uh, you know, excitement is contagious. And then the next call will often come. And then on and on we go. We've got one call. We've got, uh, you know, probably six volunteers logged in at the San Antonio Call Center. Let's keep them busy. So Bill is talking to a, a wonderful donor right now. We've got $9,000 to raise and uh, let's hear from you. Let's get nine more. You know, let's go big. Let's let's Why not. not? Uh, let's not. You know, like it's kind of it's put, Friday, put Dave. Way. Yeah, this is Friday. This is the last day. Tomorrow there will be no Sherathon. You're going to go back to regular programming tonight at uh, seven o'clock Central Time. And uh, this is it, though. We got twelve more hours. We just want to hit all the goals today. 800-476-3311. And don't forget about the Perpetual Light Society. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where you call in. Uh, you know. Uh, we, you know, we, uh, Cecil, you know, we had the the call center here yesterday, and I can't tell you how many times. Well, it was about four or five times that the the volunteers say, "Hey, this person's calling in. They want to know if their if their pledge is up for renewal, or when did when did they call in? They had forgotten." Okay, and this is the reason why one of the reasons we do the Perpetual Light Society is that you don't even have to think about it. So let, let's say you make a thirty dollar a month donation. Uh, the volunteer will ask you, "Do you want this to be perpetual?" If you say yes, that means, you know, next Christmas Sherathon, it just automatically renews. Unless you say stop. Of course, well, if you say stop, we'll respect that and we'll, we'll cancel it. And then you don't even have to call in, you know, and you still get the appreciation gifts. You still mm-hmm. get a chance to win the iPad Air or whatever we're giving away. Uh, so prayerfully consider doing that. And if you do, we're going to send you another couple of gifts, a couple of interviews uh, that um, uh, Refuge of Sinners, how, Mar- how Mary Saved Two Souls to Save Many. This is Gabriel Castillo and his assistant Claire Allerud, um, who were recently featured on Shalom World. His conversion story is excellent. He's been featured on uh, Catholic Drive Time before, and he's a, he's a dynamic, amazing. I know uh, um, uh, Adrian just really, really talks about the impact that he's had on his life. So, all right, still looking for caller number two, Sissel, 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. My theory of the, the, you know, the catalyst caller, <laughs> all these other calls following behind uh, is in jeopardy right now. But I know caller two is considering it. They're like, okay, I think, all right, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and do it. But, we, we you know, we got $9,000 to raise, matching gift money. So uh, please, please, please call in. We need your help now. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. We need you to jump on the phone line to help us reach this goal. It's a matching gift hour, $9,000 to go. We have one person on the line. Pretty sure they're not making a $9,000 donation, so we need lots of calls. I think on a good hour, we have around 15 to 20 calls, Dave. Uh, we've had a few hours recently where we've had only a few calls in, but if we had just a couple of people on the phone at all times, I'd feel much better. So if you could jump on the phone right now, 1-800-476-3311, uh, and make whatever donation that you can, and just help us fill up these phone lines. Let every volunteer being on be on the phone, and the excitement will grow, and it'll just inspire and encourage others to call in to do the same. This is our gifts, the Gifts of God Christmas share And if Catholic Radio has been a gift to you, uh, we hope that uh, you can prayerfully consider uh, giving a gift to us for, to keep it on the air for uh, many more years to come. 
1-800-476-3311. Got one more person All on right. the line, Dave. Uh, I Let's think, get up to I, think, I think we may actually have three callers on, Ooh. if I'm uh, reading this correctly. Uh, so uh, Bill and Maria are taking calls, and I think there may be another one that's coming as well. All right. Oh, it's wonderful. starting to happen. This is it. This is it, Okay, <laughs> dear listener, this is the time, uh, you know, $9,000. What we don't want to do, especially on a Friday morning, is fall way behind. Mm-mm. And, uh, you know, at the end of the hour, we need $5,000, you know, calling out for a seraphim. We don't want to do that. We want to steadily go through this hour, always having five, six, seven, eight calls on the line. Here is a, a non oh, anonymous 9, 10 a.m. listener uh, from Murphy, Texas. Uh, the, the wonderful Murphy, Texas. This is a, a guardian angel donation. All right. Uh, they go to Mother, uh, uh, Mother of Perpetual Help Parish. And so thank you, Anonymous. You got us started. You are, uh, you are the first caller of the, of the day. So we have to remember, Anonymous uh, from Murphy, Texas. Says Murphy, the, Texas. Okay, so uh, I, the, the calls are starting to come in. We have one Yay. person officially. I think there are a couple more in the queue. 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. See what one call coming in, the difference I that know. makes this. So, I mean, rather than seeing zero, we see $368. Thanks to Anonymous and Murphy. So it makes a big difference, doesn't it? That does. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. Thank you, Anonymous from Murphy, for getting the ball rolling. And now the calls are starting to come in, but we need you as well. If you are hearing us right now and Catholic Radio has blessed you, you've learned more about it. We've gotten some amazing testimonies, Dave, from people calling in, how uh, Catholic Radio has brought them closer to uh, Jesus, to the church, uh, just helped them understand their faith more. Maybe they didn't have great catechism growing up, uh, but now they do. They feel like they can defend their faith um, and of course uh, many other testimonies as well uh, but to be here uh, on the air to to uh, continue to be a blessing to others we need uh, the to raise this uh, matching gift hour so please call in right now at 1-800-476-3311 1-800-476-3311 looks like we have two people on the line dave is that right yeah yeah two on the line right now and uh, many 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 more who are considering calling in and uh, the, the wildest thing just happens so i I've, I've been thinking since we got on the air that you know we typically like to dedicate the hour to our lady to our lord yes. through our lady and I, I kept thinking gosh we need to pray we need to pray well i, I just got a text uh from a friend and she said she said remember O most gracious virgin mary pray it dave and so this person is reminding me. I don't know if she's doing it. Thank uh, you so specific, much for that. Right? But uh, yeah, we let, let, let's pray the memorari. Absolutely. And just uh, pray that we hit this goal, that uh, the, the people who are, you know, should donate or are thinking about donating will do so if it's a prudent decision. And uh, it's, it's, it's what, you know, uh, you, you think is right under your circumstances. Please do that. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thine intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. All right, oh, look son, at this. This, oh, uh, this is uh, well, there's a lot, a lot to celebrate about this donation. Okay, <laughs> so, so let me uh, let me count the ways, as Shakespeare All would right. say. Okay, Mary in San Antonio has made a, a donation at the Archangel level. Okay, wow. that's the first thing. So uh, she's a KJMA listener, of course. Uh, One hundred twenty-five dollars a month. 
And uh, she is in the Perpetual Light Society, which means wow. uh, she's going to have a chance to win the uh, the pilgrimage of choice. She's going to have a chance to win the uh, the iPad Air. And um, I'm not sure if she put it on a credit card or not, but she's going to get the Amy Wasilewski CD. Let's just say, hypothetically, next Christmas, um, Mary's really, really busy, and maybe she's out of the country or something, and she didn't even know we were doing a share okay? Well, mm-hmm. she will, you know, her donation will renew next year, and she could win the pilgrimage even though she didn't call in, right? So that that's, that's the awesome. and, and she'll get a, you know, she could get a call from, uh, you know, Sean saying you won an iPad Air, and she's like, why? Because well, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're yeah, because you had a perpetual your perpetual donation. So there's a lot of advantages. Uh, th- thank you very much, Mary. Appreciate that. And of course, you know, if Mary were to say halfway through the year, yeah, I don't think I can do it anymore. Yeah, no problem. No questions asked. Yeah, we we can't we we you know cancel the the pledge, but you know most people don't do that. They want to keep giving. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. Only one person on the line. Eighteen eighty eighteen sixty eight has been raised. Seventy one thirty two to go, and uh, we have got to get some more calls, Cecil. Absolutely. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. We had that little like flurry of calls and activity and it was very exciting. But now we're back down to one caller. So uh, Maria, our volunteer in San Antonio is taking the call. Thank you so much. Um, but we need you to pick up the phone right now. Like Dave said, a few archangels are definitely going to be necessary for this hour so that we can reach this $9,000 matching gift goal. So if that is something that you think you can do, that's the $125 a month or uh, $1,500 one time, like Mary did. Um, we ask that you prayerfully consider calling in right now to make that donation because it'll really help us in this hour. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. It's our Christmas share You can hear our little Christmas music underneath us and uh, it's our last day. So let's go- get into this day very Woo-hoo! strong. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I never like oh, to inter- Oh my <laughs> goodness. No, that's okay. <laughs> uh, you can interrupt me can for I, that. Okay. For, for, for um, an archangel, can I, am I allowed to woohoo? Eddie, donation you could interrupt me (laughs) but real quick let me before we announce this one dave we now no longer have anyone on the phone Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, you got to be the buzzkill, don't you? I know, so? I got to be the buzzkill. <laughs> <laughs> Debbie Downer. I know, uh, I'm all so right. sorry. So, okay, so see, she's right, though. Nobody's on the line right now. Before I give you this really good news, let me tell you that with uh, 24 minutes having elapsed, from, I love that word, elapsed, from the elapsed. hour, 3368 has been raised, $5,632 to go. Nobody is on the line, and we have a wonderful call. Joe Schuler somewhere is just doing high fives with himself. Uh, <laughs> AM 1160 AM, WMET listener anonymous in Kensington, Maryland uh, from Holy Redeemer Parish donated $1,500. All right. Uh, so this anonymous person is going to have a chance to win uh, they, that pilgrimage of choice, you know, anywhere in the basically in the world that Select International Tours goes. I was on the Danube Riverboat Cruise. Boy, what good timing that I went. The end of mm-hmm. 2019. Oh, you yeah, no, nobody knew what was about to happen in the world, and so I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Wish my wife had been there with me, but I was there by myself, you know, representing the GRN and uh, oh, it was just such hard work. Cecil, oh. I tell you, you would feel sorry for me if Man, you knew. Man, you drew the short what, stick what, there, Dave. I'll tell you, it was just <laughs> gr- drudgery. Uh, no, it was wonderful. Uh, Aiden and May met some great friends, too. And yesterday, we had a donation from Sarah in Houston. And, and, yeah, she uh, was all- yeah, Sarah and her and her husband uh, Gabe were um, were on there with me, and it's like you you build these friendships that that never end. You see somebody that you went on pilgrimage with, it's like it's like a, a lifelong bond. It really is. 
Uh, 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. All right, Sissel, 5632 to go. You, you've got to, you, you, what, what are you going to say? Let, let's, let's get the, <laughs> let's get at least <laughs> oh, a call. No. Oh, okay, Mario just jumped on the line. We got, oh, a, we got a call. That's good. We got a call. That's good. Let's get to caller number two and three. I don't think we've had more than two or three on this morning, so let's get up to at least five. That'll be a big co- uh, confidence booster, and a lot of people will be inspired saying, hey, I think we can hit this. We have 5632 to go. We've raised uh, $33.68 so far of our $9,000 matching gift gold. Dave and I, you and I put out that plea for um, uh, the pilgrimage donations, the Archangel donations. We've gotten two so far, but I think we agree that we needed at least four of those to help us hit this goal, if not more. Uh, so if you can call in right now, 1-800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. We also need the Guardian Angel level, the $30 a day. Um, sorry, not 30 Yeah, $30 a month, not $30 a day. That's a little bit of a bigger donation. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll take <laughs> that was it. Some, that was some sketchy math. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but... Um, $30 a month, uh, dollar a day, that's what I meant to say, or 360 one time. We need a bunch of people calling in and doing that as well. We just need to flood the phone lines right now. 1-800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. You know what I was thinking about, Dave? Um, what is the number one prayer request that we get during share uh, Well, I think we, without a doubt, my, my guess would be for falling away loved ones or falling yes. away uh, kids or, you ding, know. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, point exactly. to Dave Palmer. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes, and I, you know, I've taken many of those calls where I have a mom or a dad on the phone who are just like, I just, I really just pray for them. I had one lady tell me that she sends like the, the podcast from our website of our shows to her children so they can listen to it to help kind of try to bring them back to the faith. And I thought that's amazing that they're praying for their uh, children and they also are giving to Catholic Radio because they know that having Catholic Radio on the air is something that could help their kids come back to the faith as well. Yeah, I mean, sometimes we, it's hard. There's just too much of a, a, a connection where they sometimes don't want to listen to their parents or their siblings, but they may listen to Jimmy Aiken oh, or they may listen to the Trent Horn. All right. It's my turn to interrupt you, Dave. This is a good reason for an interruption. No problem at all. I love the name, too. Oh, I love it, too. Honey from Fort Worth, Texas. I've never heard anything so sweet, did you, Dave? Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'll be here for the next uh, the 32 minutes. Um, <laughs> 9, 10 a.m. listeners did the pilgrimage donation. $125 a month goes to St. Andrew Parish. Uh, how has Catholic Radio changed your life? Because I've gotten so much information and GRN is there all the time. I can listen online crystal clear. Absolutely you can. Honey, thank you so much for that generous, generous donation. We were just talking, Dave, about how much uh, the GRN is there all the time and how much information you can learn from it. And uh, Honey heard our plea for another pilgrimage and she came out and did it. And now we're, uh, we've raised uh, 4868 and there's just 4132 to go, Dave. We're a little bit over halfway. This is very encouraging. Except for the fact that there's no one on the phone. Yeah, nobody on the phone, but that's okay. Uh, you know, I, I remember an hour uh, earlier this week where we were, could not get any sh- uh, archangels. Boy, we're getting archangels this hour. Let's keep it going. Quick break. 800-476-3311. of matched money still needs to be called in. Thank you so much. We'll be back. We'll be back with more of the 2021 The Gifts of God Christmas share on the Guadalupe Radio Network right after this.
Welcome back to the 2021 Guadalupe Radio Network, the Gifts of God Christmas share Please call 1-800-476-3311 to make a pledge of support. To help keep your Catholic radio station on the air, that's 1-800-476-3311. And uh, we continue now this first hour of the fourth and final day of the Christmas share 2021, the Gifts of God. All right, this is a time to think about all the gifts that God bestows upon us, like our next breath and the gift of uh, being alive, working in the vineyard, uh, having such a loving Savior, all the saints and angels, being able to listen to Catholic radio. All right, all these great things. And uh, Cecil Anderson and I have uh, 26 more minutes to raise this uh, $9,000 matching gift. Uh, We're down to $4,132, Cecil. And uh, had a lot of big donations. We did. We've actually only had four donations so far. We've raised 4868, which is four people calling in, had uh, some very generous uh, pilgrimage donations and guardian angel level donations, but currently no one on the phone. Uh, So we need you to pick up the phone right now and call 1-800-476-3311, 1 1-800-476-3311, $4,132 to go. And Dave, I did some number crunching during that break while I was jamming Mm -hmm. out to Little Drummer Boy uh, by Valamar (laughs) Jansen. but uh, we could have, there's a couple ways we could hit this goal, Dave. We could either have about three people do the uh, Archangel donation, calling in uh, the $1,500 one time, the 125 a month, or we could have 11 ish people <laughs> call in 11 ish maybe 11 and a half people i guess okay. uh, if, if a person could be a half a person um could, calling in the guardian angel dollar a day uh donation or if we want to make it simple simple math uh one seraphim would do it too all right okay so a lot of different ways to get there i like that uh you know i tend to i, I love the seraphim i love the the big gun that calls in and kind of you know makes it so easy on us and by all means if you're considering that uh, I, I, gosh, I'd be a fool to discourage that. But, you know, at the same time, it's so encouraging to see a lot of people calling mm-hmm. in and you just, you feel the love, you know, you, um, it's, it's, it's like, you know, that, again, that, that Jimmy Stewart, uh, it's a wonderful life uh, analogy where that last scene where people just rushing into his house to bail him out when he's in a bind and, uh, you just see, uh, the, just the, the outpouring of generosity and everybody had different levels of gifts, but everybody was so excited. And so, you know, this is a time of year where we should be so excited about being Christian Catholic, uh, people and awaiting the, the, the anniversary of the birth of our savior and everything that that entails. I mean, it's the greatest thing that's ever happened in the history of mankind. Uh, that, and of course, his, his death and resurrection. 
um, <clears throat> at Easter. Um, but this is this is uh, you know, there's so many things to get distracted about these time this time of year. Uh, but this is a central message of Catholic Radio. Yeah, even you know even more than all the other peripheral issues that we talk about. It's just uh, gosh, this this is such an amazing story, and how much God loves us. And if you listen to Catholic Radio and you're convinced of that, uh, <clears throat> call us. We need your help right now. 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. Looking for our first caller of this flurry uh, with $4,132 still to raise. So, so I told you about the time I was at the parish in Carrollton, Texas, and a lady came up to me afterwards. She was crying, middle-aged lady, dressed very nicely. I found out later she's uh, she's a doctor. And um, she was she was crying, and I was like, "My," because I had made a, an, an announcement at the end of mass, and I was like, gosh, "What did I?" She's say? like, "Wow, I didn't realize it's that emotional <laughs> of an announcement." Or, yeah, what did I say that upset this lady so much? And she said uh, she had just recently tuned into Catholic Radio. She had moved to, to the North Texas uh, recently, found the station, and she said, "I, I heard something on the radio that uh, allowed me to believe for the first time in my life that God really loves me." And that's what that what made her so emotional, and uh, th- that that was it. I mean, it, it, it was uh, I don't even remember exactly what the message was, but it hit her at that moment, and she realized. And I bet her life has never been the same. Mm. This is why Catholic radio is needed, and this is why we come on four times a year and say, "Hey, come on, just do it your part and help us keep the station on the air." Uh, and we still need four thousand one hundred and thirty-two dollars this hour. It's all matched, and, and we need some help right now with only twenty-two minutes to go. Eight hundred four seven six thirty-three. 11. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. Like Dave was saying, uh, the big thing about Catholic Radio is we're showing and uh, introducing people maybe for the first time how much God loves them. Uh, yeah, we have to talk about sometimes the less pleasant topics, you know, politics, what may what it may be. Uh, but I was, you know, told, Dave, I told you I was talking to a lady earlier this week and she said that it's just so encouraging because not only uh, you have to hear about the you know not, not great things going on in the world, the bad things happening in the world, she goes, but Catholic Radio also presents the solution, which is our Catholic faith, uh, which is so true. And that's why when you tune into any other news radio station or anything like that, you're not going to hear that. You're just going to be like, ugh, down, <laughs> kind of yeah. a little bit uh, beaten down. So help us keep Catholic Radio on the air so we can keep uh, the good news of our Catholic faith, the good news of the gospel story on, on the air for many, many more years to come. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. No one on the phone. 4132 to raise. Okay. I, I, I owe a, a few fascinating facts. We've had three different Archangel donations so far this hour. $4,868 has been raised, and uh, nobody's on the line right now. 21 minutes to go. Let's get the calls really, really hopping now. Uh, you know, as we close out this Christmas share there's so much to celebrate. Uh, I I think most of us would have to admit, generally speaking, not everybody's particular life, but 2021 has been better than 2020. I mean, yes. the bar was pretty low last year to, to have to <laughs> Yeah, it didn't have to do much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it didn't have to do much. But, uh, you know, it's, it's been better. It's been, uh, uh, you know, not as bad. Let's just say that. Uh, but I think it's been a good year overall. 1-800-476-3311. And uh, regardless of our circumstances, regardless of what's going on in the world, uh, there are some eternal truths that don't change. We have a God that loves us. Us. He sent his son to die on the cross and rise again and uh, opened up the, the, the possibility of us to have eternal life with him. And, and you know, that's, that's the message. And so right now we want to close out this share today uh, hitting every single goal. 
And we have had a lot of generosity so far this hour. Four calls, but the four calls, almost $5,000 from those four. That's amazing. Three of them have been archangels. 1-800-476-3311. I think we had one. Uh, the very first call was a dollar a day. Do you remember that? The, it the, was. The, the guardian angel donation. And uh, then we had three archangels in a row. And right now, crickets, nothing going on. Let's, uh, let's get that catalyst <laughs> caller, 800-476-3311. We had some amazing callers in the first half of this hour who called in. And I know that they called in with like the intent that I know I can't you know, cover all $9,000, but I'm going to encourage, hopefully my call will encourage others to call in. And that worked. We had a little flurry of calls. But now we need someone else to do the same thing who picks up the phone and says, I'll be that first caller to get the ball rolling. It's like, I can't do $4,132, but maybe I can do a dollar a day. Maybe I can do $10 a month, whatever it may be. Please pick up the phone right now and call it in and start this ball rolling of lots of people coming in and, um, you know, generosity begets generosity. And if it just starts going, more people will be encouraged to call in and they're like, yeah, I think we can hit this goal in the next 18 minutes that is flying by. Um, call in right now, 1-800-476-3311, one 800 Four seven six thirty three eleven. Just a reminder: anyone who does the dollar a day giving level, that's thirty dollars a month or three sixty one time, you're going to be entered into a drawing for an iPad Air uh, with the the ten point nine inch uh, liquid retina display, powerful A fourteen Bionic Fusion chip. I feel like every shareathon, I tell myself that I'm going to research what A fourteen Bionic Fusion chip means, so I sound smarter. But mm-hmm. um, I've if you know what that means, it's great. If not, it's a fantastic device. Well, <laughs> you sound smart because you say that. That you're going to be searching for that information. So that's a sign, <laughs> there we sign go. of a. Of I a shall Google person. that information. Yes, and look <laughs> it up. Uh, all right, uh, I'm getting a little concerned because yeah, uh, we have not had a call in a while. You know, the I just I just picture. I'm not in San Antonio, but I picture all these wonderful volunteers. They got up at the crack of dawn or before that uh, to come in and uh, be with Richard and Sean and Mario and answer calls. And right now, none of them are busy getting calls, and I, I just feel for them because I want them to talk to you. They love when the phone rings and uh, every time the phone rings it means that we get a little closer to hitting this goal of nine thousand dollars which now we're down to 17 minutes to go 17 minutes is all we have 1-800-476-3311-1-800-476-3311 haven't had a call in about 10 minutes or so oh my goodness uh so uh you know you think about it sissel uh i i just i love to think about this how many people are listening right now we don't have a number. You know, it's not like on, you know, Facebook where you can see the number in the top left of the screen of how many people are watching. You know, we have no idea. But I, I know with, when we're on, you know, over 30 stations in huge, huge, huge metroplexes across the country, there's a lot of people listening right now. Can mm-hmm. we get 10 people to call in and help us hit this goal? Uh, 800-476-3311. It all starts with that first call. Remember when we got the first call this morning, how excited we got? Oh, we saw, yes. We, we saw Bill. So Bill got on the line, and he had the yes, first call. I, mean, I remember that. I remember it. It's because he was the volunteer taking the call. And uh, we need that right now. We need somebody to call in and help us out and help us chip away at this 4132. 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311 1-800-476-3311 uh, 
oh dear, 33-11. That's <laughs> not good. Dave, it's Friday. What can I say? Mm. 1-800-476-3311. This is a $9,000 goal. We've raised 48-68 so far, 41-32 to go. No one on the phone. And this is a matching gift hour thanks to the Catholic Foundation here in Dallas. Uh, fantastic people there. Um, and uh, we just went to one of their grant ceremonies, Dave. Uh, got to see all of the local parishes and ministries that they are benefiting as well. So we'd love to go to them and say, hey, your $9,000 matching gift was matched by our Guadalupe Radio Network listeners. And we're over halfway there. We just have 15 minutes, though, to raise the second half. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. All right. Uh, now we got to get really serious because we have now mm-hmm. entered the fourth quarter of this hour. And, uh, you know, think about you know, sports uh, terms where, uh, you know, the, the first half, you still got the second half. and the third quarter, you still got the fourth quarter. But now that we're in the fourth quarter, we've really got to uh, uh, get going here. One person is on the oh, line yay. now. Uh, that is good news. Uh, we, ha- we have hope. We, we don't know how much it's going to be or what the situation is going to entail. But uh, with 41.32 to go and so many people out there listening, caller number two, uh, you're thinking about it. You're thinking, yeah, okay, should I do it? Should I not? You know, if you need to, uh, you know, call your spouse and, you know, uh, make sure it's okay to, uh, to to make the donation you're thinking in your head, go ahead and do that. But the, the, the bottom line is we've got 14 minutes to raise $4,132. And uh, one person is all we have on the line. And we got about 1,000 people thinking about calling in. Okay, <laughs> so if, uh, if nine of those 1,000 people thinking of calling in would call right now boy i'll tell you we would hit this goal so fast our heads would spin uh and uh, and, and, but in all seriousness you know we want to stay perfect on this day this is friday this is you know we sometimes say fridays take care of themselves uh because it's the last day and you know there's not another chance of course you can always donate to grn you can go online and, and donate but as far as hitting the goals and, uh, you know, being eligible to get the appreciation gifts and all the fun stuff that goes along with that. We love to hear from you. And we need that second caller right now. 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. 14 minutes is all we have. I'm sure there's somebody that's like, okay, if they get to 10 minutes till, <laughs> that's when I'll call. If they want to hear us uh, become really desperate. Dave. Yeah, right. Just how <laughs> desperate do you need us to get? So, uh, no, it's like a, like, a, like a trigger time. You know, okay, if, they, if they're at 10 till, they're still don't have it then i'm calling in uh seraphim donor are you out there so maybe somebody that's thinking about doing a five thousand dollar donation i'll tell you that's going to do it and remember last night uh last hour sissel we had a wonderful uh anonymous person from corpus christi call in with a fatima donation yes, you remember that? that was so beautiful oh my goodness dave you put out that call for a 1917 donation and it came in and that was our bell ringing uh donation too wasn't it it, it uh i think it was yeah that, yeah, yeah, you, I mean, yeah, absolutely. That's right. And I, and I just want to say, just as a reminder, I, my wife and I have three wonderful children, a 17 and a 13-year-old daughters, and then we have an 8-year-old son, and he has special needs. He's on the autism spectrum. He has a lot of challenges, and uh, we consider him our, our miracle baby because uh, we had five miscarriages before he was conceived. He was born on the Feast of Our Lady of Fatima after we had done a consecration to Our Lady of Fatima, specifically praying for a child, and then he comes along on her feast 
next day. Uh, you know, no induction. It was it just came. That just happened to be the uh, the, the day uh, that he came. So uh, we, Our Lady of Fatima means a lot to our family. And so uh, I explained that last night. We had that wonderful, wonderful person call in nineteen hundred and seventeen dollars. Uh, that's a that's what we call a Fatima donation. If there's another one of those out there, uh, boy, I'll tell you that would uh, almost cover about half of what we still need to raise. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just do what you can. You know, I promise you. Call in ten dollars a month. Call in ten dollars one time. We will celebrate it. We'll hear. We want to hear your prayer requests. We want to know what parish you're from. Uh, how Catholic Radio has changed your life. We got a two dollar donation one time from a gentleman named Chris. And it was beautiful. I mean, I've been talking about it ever since. That's how, how much of an impact it had on me because of his circumstances. Okay, uh, Cecil, I think the calls are starting to roll in. Oh, good. Uh, I, I'm looking at one part of my screen here that shows that yes, we... Yes, mo- I think we have two people on, Dave. Yeah, we, we might have uh, up, yeah. to, up to six. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure, oh. but... Oh, uh, my. Yeah, let's keep going. And I'm sorry, I'm talking a lot, so I'm going to no throw worries. it over to you. Go ahead. <laughs> 1-800-476-3311. Three people on the uh, line right Right now, 1-800-476-3311. Raul, Bill, taking uh, phone calls for us and entering your donations. We have lines open for you. Please call in and help join this flurry. This is probably one of the biggest flurries we've had this hour. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, get, help us get up to five. Get up to five. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. We have 41.32 to go in just 11 minutes to do it, Dave. All right. One, <laughs> we can do it. Come on. Three people on. one 800 Yeah, and I see uh, indications that uh, it it may be that a lot of people are trying to get in. Uh, You know, this is for brighter minds than me to figure out from the the engineering standpoint. I mean, uh, Kent and Mario are working all this out. But if you're trying and for any reason you may be having any problems, I'm not sure if that's the case or not. Uh, just be be patient and uh, try again. You can go online. Uh, that's that's going to be uh, certain. Eight hundred four seven six three three one one. Bottom line is we have ten minutes and we're going to try to raise four thousand one hundred and thirty two dollars. Anyway, we, we can slice it up, uh, but we are showing that there are three people on the line uh, and uh, and and I and I think a few others that are in the queue trying to uh, to get through. And we we appreciate your patience. We appreciate you. Uh, hanging with us and uh, trying to get that call in. I know you're trying. 800-476-3311-1800. Okay, here he said, Yo, look, look at this. Uh, yeah, that's a really interesting oh, name. Okay, you, uh, wow. Uh, can I, can uh, I, well, you want me to try? Or, <laughs> uh, well, let's have it, we both try, and then whoever's closest you know, wins. Um, I, th- I think it's Free, free, Ch- free Chelsea. Free Chelsea, Free Chelsea, Free Chelsea, from Friendswood, Texas. Friendswood, Texas. That's an amazing name. Yeah, of a town. I love that. Uh, AM 1430 listener, KSHJ out of the Houston area, goes to Saint uh, Luke the Evangelist Parish and did ten dollars a month. All Thank right. you so much. Um, how has Catholic Radio changed your life? Educated me in my faith and keeps me closer to God. And prayer for her children. Absolutely. Thank you so much for calling in that generous donation, yeah. and that brought us down to just over four thousand dollars to go dave yeah then she gets the cool name of the hour award uh free, yes. free chelsea both her city and her name <laughs> yeah she gets a, the double the daily double 800-476-3311 all right let's let's keep it going let's get the calls coming in i know you're trying we've got three people that are actively taking calls right now bill and mario and raul uh thanks to all these wonderful wonderful volunteers in san antonio who uh came out uh and are answering the calls and i 
I, I know. And Sissel, you know this. You work very closely with the volunteers. They love when the phone rings. They love yes. talking to you and uh, get so excited. And uh, there's a lot of bonds and friendships that are made in the call centers. And uh, and uh, we, we just uh, love our volunteers so much. Absolutely. Right right now, eight minutes to go, $4,012. Is there a Fatima donor, donor out there? Is there a, uh, you know, a, a few Archangel donors? Three of them would do it. Uh, that's, that's $125 a month or $1,500 one time. Uh, we've got to hear from you now because uh, time is uh, ticking. Okay, oh, now, now there's four. Okay. David Magianis is on the phone. Uh, yes. All right. <laughs> Go, uh, thank you. Six more calls. Come on. Yes, we're getting closer, Dave. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. Just eight minutes to go. Dave, we could definitely get five more people on the line, don't you think? Oh, yeah. 1-800-476-3311. Mario, Raul, David, and Bill are all taking phone, uh, taking phone calls. We have GRN staff standing by, so we can get up to 10. 1-800-476-3311. One one four thousand and twelve dollars to go. We've raised raised forty nine eighty eight. Uh, just oh so, gosh, seven minutes left, Dave. All right, uh, uh, very good. And uh, I, um, I oh gosh, this is this is really exciting. Uh, Gary in Houston, oh, um, a okay. hundred and two dollars. Um, and this is uh, Prince of Peace Parish. Uh, Gary, thank you so much. Uh, we are so so very grateful. And uh, uh, look at this, Jerry and Victoria from Woodbridge, uh, fifty one dollars uh, from Wonderful. St. Elizabeth Ann Seton Parish. And uh, yeah, we got a lot of calls that are lining up now. So this is very good. Thirty five people on. Five people on. Yeah. Yeah, so Cecil, do you want to um, uh, kind of give a little update on what's going on right now? Uh, yes. It's, it's, it's starting to happen, it looks like. It is, it is. Hello. This is the uh, Christmas share on the last day. It's the uh, 7 o'clock hour. We're doing our first hour of the last day of the Christmas share We have... $3,859 to go in our $9,000 matching gift hour thanks to Catholic, the Catholic Foundation here in Dallas. There are five people on the line, but that is no guarantee that we are going to raise this $3,859. We need your call now. We've been trying to get to 10 calls, all share on long. And how amazing would it be to start off our Friday getting 10 calls? We just need five more people to call in. Any donation of any size. Oh, I think we have six on, Dave. Oh, okay, 1-800-476-3311. Oh, yes. my goodness. We are so close. Okay. 1-800- okay. Let me hold on. I gotta Wait, I gotta take a moment. One eight hundred four seven six three three one 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 eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. Don't fall asleep on me, Dave. Yeah, yeah, there, there are uh, oh no, no, gosh. Yeah, there are six people uh, yeah, on the- six people. Four more calls. Oh, come right on, now. please. <laughs> uh eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. Thank you for this uh late surge of calls. I guess that answers the question about whether or not the phones are working because uh, <laughs> yes. got a lot of can't can't use that excuse, so that's no, we out. cannot. Uh all right, so six calls on the line, eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. The bottom line is we uh, have a matching gift hour. Here is Anonymous Ooh. in Irving, uh, KTH 910 AM listener, and uh, uh, this is Anonymous $500 one time. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Anonymous. Uh, God bless you. You got us down to $3,359 uh, with about five people on the line. All right, $3,359. Sissel, what, what, what words can we say with five minutes to oh go my- to get this? Oh my, Dave, I have no idea, but I am just going to say uh, thank you so much for everyone who's calling in. And we just ask one hour plea. We have five minutes left. We can make this goal. If you just pick up the phone right now and donate what you can. And oh, Dave, it got better. Got a couple more calls to clear. But let me just real quick say there are three people on the phone. Uh, there, uh, there are many more people standing by to take your uh, call. So we're dropping in the calls quickly. So call in right now. 1-800-476-3311. Want to thank Lucille in the colony, Dave, uh, up in our 
area and KTH 910 AM listener did the pilgrimage Archangel donation 125 a month plus the credit card fee. So thank you for that. You're amazing, Lucille. And uh, goes to Holy Cross in the colony. And Bernadette in Benbrook, Texas, also 910 AM listener, did the dollar a day three uh, or 361 time plus the credit card fee. So $360, uh, $67.72 goes to St. Peter. I'm, I'm getting too excited, Dave. I need to like be able to announce these properly. St. Peter the Apostle uh, Parish. And how has Catholic Radio changed your life? It made me more aware of my Catholic faith. So good information. Absolutely. Bernadette and Lucille, thank you so much. Dave, we have four people on the line. Yeah, you know, and only just, just an archangel amount left. Yeah, uh, it's even better than that because we got Anonymous in San Antonio just donated $1,000. <gasps> Holy oh. Spirit Parish. Uh, uh, they this, this person said, uh, makes my life more enjoyable. Catholic Radio does. And they said, please pray for Father Antonio and Father uh, De- Della Bosque, it looks like. Father Della Bosque and Father Antonio, may, may God bless these good men. And uh, thank you, uh, Anonymous, for that donation. You got us uh, $459. And, oh you know, I, I got I got to repent. You know, I, I, was, I, I wasn't doubtful about this hour, but I was a little afraid going in. I was too, Dave. <laughs> uh, you know, $9,000, such a, such a large amount. We're not there yet, but with, you know, four calls on the line and 459 I think we're going to get it. I don't want to count the old chickens before they hatch but no you can um, certainly still call in and help us guarantee that we're going to get this uh, 1-800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. But thank you so much to the 11 people who have already called in and helped us raise $8,541. Yeah, and uh, we are going to be, we got a few more minutes, and so still time again. If you still have, time to ring the bells. <laughs> yeah, if you, yeah, that's right. If you haven't, uh, and I think this is the last hour you're going to be on for the show. It is my right? last hour. Okay. Yes, don't worry. Even if I'm not on the air when, uh, if we hit this goal, I'm going to be ringing my bells yeah. anyway. <laughs> I, I don't even remember. Five from, people on. Okay, five people on. On $459, 5 people on the line now. B- Bill and David and Henry. Six calls, uh, uh, Kent wow. says. All right, six calls, uh, $459. So they would have to average uh, about, you know, $80, $85 if my mental <gasps> math does. Oh, Dave, Dave, oh. grab your bells. <laughs> All right. Oh. Yeah, this is a... Uh, Oh, you know who this? Uh, this I is, know who this, this is. This is one of our wonderful. Uh, she used to be an ambassador. She goes out and speaks at parishes and does parish talks. Long time, long time supporter Jennifer from Grapevine, uh, from St. Francis <gasps> of Assisi you. Parish. Uh, she said it's a continual conversion and ongoing. It feeds your soul. It's very uplifting. And she said, please pray for the conversion of her family. So Jennifer, oh, God bless you. Thank ya. you so much, Jennifer. And you know, there's people like this in every every market that just do so much and they. You know, I, I think of our dear friends Matt and Juanita, and just other. It's like they they volunteer, and they they donate meals, and they give. They're to, all in. Yeah, they're all in. Jennifer's one of those kind of people, and I know so many uh, of you uh, others are as well. All right, forty one dollars over, and we still have a lot of people on the line. So what a Thank great! Thank you so much for starting this Friday so strong, Dave, um, uh, and all the people listening. Uh, Not you, Dave, <laughs> but for everyone else. I said <laughs> Dave, Dave, David Magiana said he he asked Jennifer to move to Houston. No chance, no no chance, David, no chance. All right, uh, thanks for your uh, support, everybody. Another big hour coming up next. We'll see you. We'll be back with more of the 2021 The Gifts of God Christmas Share-A-Thon on the Guadalupe Radio Network right after this.